0: Welcome to Experiences Canada's Allyship podcast series. After participating in a four-month program of bi-weekly webinars on various social justice topics, over 50 youth aged 14 to 18 from across Canada gathered in Winnipeg, Manitoba from May 6 to 8, 2022 to share their ideas and strategies for community action and youth engagement. As a culminating project for the program, the youth were asked to work collaboratively to develop, record, and edit these podcast episodes on youth allyship and advocacy. We are excited to share their work with the world and provide them with a platform to amplify their voices. Enjoy!
1: Everyone knows that as a population, our mental health has worsened over the course of the pandemic. But do you know to what degree our mental state has actually changed? According to a scientific brief released by the World Health Organization, global anxiety and depression have increased by a massive 25% in the last two years, especially in people ages 18 to 25. Hello, everyone. Thank
2: you for taking your
1: time out of your day to listen to this podcast.
2: Please be aware that today's podcast contains potentially distressing information regarding mental health. If you or anyone around you is experiencing any mental health issues, please refer to the screen or the Canadian Suicide Prevention Services.
3: Hi, I'm Candice, I'm Lynn, I'm Hannah,
4: and I'm Dom, and today in this podcast we'll be focusing on anxiety and depression, but please note that this does not mean that there aren't so many other mental health disorders that exist, nor are they any less important.
3: From the sound of it, teenagers have a lot of mental health issues.
4: Do you think it has something to do with school, or is it just like teenage
1: stuff? I'm so glad you brought this up. The Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development actually created a survey for high school students which found that students with higher levels of academic-related stress also report lower well-being in general. The organization also found that on average across countries, 66% of students reported feeling stressed about bad grades, while 59% of students reported that they often worry that taking a test will be quite difficult.
4: 66%? Wow, that's really high.
1: Yes, in Canada, people aged 15 to 24 are much more likely to experience mental illness than any other age group. Why do you think that is? It's because the data demonstrates that education and academic performance are a significant source of stress and well-being to students.
2: That's insane. How many people are we actually talking about?
1: Well, by age 25, approximately 20% of Canadians will be diagnosed with a mental illness. Just for a little comparison, if you were in a high school classroom with 25 students... On average, five of them will most likely be struggling with either depression, some type of anxiety disorder, substance abuse, personality disorder, or even psychotic disorder. Jeez, that's a lot of kids.
3: Since we talk about how school affected our mental health, let's also make a point of online school and the effects of the pandemic. Studies have found that students' learning and academic achievement have been negatively affected. Children and youth are now moving and playing less at school and in their communities than before COVID. This has had immediate collateral consequences on their development,
1: including their mental health. On top of that, only less than 20% of people who are struggling will actually reach out and then receive the appropriate treatment for their issue. That's not a lot
2: of people, so how can we help them in their day-to-day lives? That is such a great point. As an example, coping skills can help you improve your mental well-being and get you through difficult emotions, but are not meant to be done by themselves. For any coping skills to work on yourself, they need to be done used together with emotional processing skills and self-care. Coping skills can be healthy and unhealthy. Also, not every coping skill may work for you. They all depend on how you deal with emotions. It is part of the journey of finding a coping skill that works for you. So do you guys have any coping
1: skills that you commonly use? Personally, what helps me when I'm having a difficult time is journaling. Either by writing things down or by video.
3: Okay, I like that. For me,
2: usually I meditate and I bake cookies before big exams. Mmm, I love a good cookie. For me, it's sitting down and doing my makeup after a very long day. These
3: are all great ways to help yourself, but does anyone have any suggestions to help someone else? Yeah.
4: For starters, it's important to know your limits because your own mental health
1: is always your first priority. So do you mean like the airplane analogy? Yeah. What's that? Well, before taking off, the pilot always explains what to do if the plane starts to crash, right? And in this announcement, they say that what you want to do is always put your own oxygen mask on before helping someone put theirs on. Because if you run out of oxygen before the other person, then neither of you are survival. The whole point of the the plane analogy is to show that how are you supposed to give someone else your time and energy and support when you don't even have what you need to help yourself first?
4: Yeah, exactly. Definitely providing a safe space for them with no judgment or distractions is key. Don't assume what the person needs. Just ask them what you can do to help and let them share at their own pace. You can try and offer them professional help. And you can remember that helplines are always there to support you if you have any more specific concerns.
2: So what we want to do by this is normalize mental health. Acknowledge your symptoms and emotions. They are part of being human. Don't disregard them and if you need, seek out help. Just because you feel out of place or that you don't fit into all the criteria doesn't mean your issues don't exist.
3: As always, it's really important to put yourself first and we also invite you to take good care of yourself.
1: Thank you to everyone who is listening and thank you Experience Canada for this opportunity to give us a voice. We hope this podcast gave you insight on mental health and gave you ways you can be helpful with yourself and others.
4: And we hope you'll check out the other episodes in the Allyship series. Thank you!
0: We would like to take a moment to thank our wonderful sponsors, the Department of Canadian Heritage, Canada Life, Power Corporation, and WestJet for making this series possible. Experiences Canada is a nationally registered charity that helps young Canadians to explore their country in ways they may have never imagined through reciprocal exchanges, forums, and other experiential learning opportunities to travel and connect with one another. Please visit our website, www.experiencescanada.ca, for more information on our programs. Be sure to check out the other podcasts in our Allyship series and learn alongside us as we work towards becoming better allies in all aspects of our lives.